0: I'm Les Miles, and this is Less Is More. John Wangler, Smacker Miles and Les Miles here at the Less Is More podcast and ready to to rip on a uh, wonderful weekend in college football John you, you got to go watch a Michigan team play Penn State and then to watch the LSU Alabama rivalry live and, and in person on my brown couch was just perfect absolutely perfect it Was it could not have been a better more entertaining weekend except I need a couple scores to make me just happier LSU secondary played as well as I expected, okay? They gave up really two deep passes, okay? And what I didn't enjoy was the protection that was given to the quarterback on the LSU Tigers. I think Joe Burrow got the hell kicked out of him. And that being said, that was probably the most significant factor. Now, Antua is... Everything that they said he would be fast, very accurate, um, not going to make mistakes. Through his first interception, and then rushed had a rushing touchdown of forty-four yards. That he and I agreed with Yuri Danielson watching the game. He wanted to slide, except nobody would bring him up. He could continue to move his trail and his track so that no one would be in front of him. And so he continued to run and he scored. I thought Tua was the difference in the game. I thought the defensive line for Alabama was the difference in the game. And I did not anticipate, this is the one piece that I did not anticipate, the rushing yards that Alabama got with their backs and with that uh, that you know, really talented um, wide receiver um, that hit a couple speed sweeps to start it out. I uh, I thought it was a big-time venue. I thought it was exciting. Um, I had uh, the um, emotional want for that team and the uh, purple and gold to win, but uh, I didn't think they uh, – I didn't think it would end up this lopsided no matter what.
1: Yeah, I got to catch the, uh, the second half because I was coming back from the Michigan – Penn State game and, and uh, you know I was uh, you know at that time you know Alabama was starting to have its way and uh, you know you could just see that they were in control of the game and uh, what surprised me in, in looking back kind of analyzing it was the the lack of of the fact that LSU couldn't run the ball at all um, that that to me was was a little surprising and. Again, that defensive line, we, we said going in was going to be a difference maker for Alabama, and they were. And, and Tua is everything, you know, he's been advertised. Uh, great release, great accuracy, and, and the ability to extend the play and make plays with his feet. Uh, you know, he is he's, he's as good or better than, than, you know, we all thought. So, uh, you know, I, I, as opposed to my, my two uh, esteemed guests on this show, I. Uh, picked Alabama, and, uh, you know, even though it was at, in Baton Rouge, which is a very, very tough place to play in Tiger Stadium, uh, you know, I, I just, you know, felt going in that they were going to dominate, and, and they proved why they are the, the class of college football at this at this point in time, and have demonstrated that over a, a period of time.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I just keep looking at it, and I think, if you're going to protect your quarterback, give... At them a running game they have to worry about, and then it spreads the defenders, and they don't just pin their ears back and run into the backfield. And uh, mm-hmm. there was no there was no run that uh, that LSU could hang their hat on, and uh, and therefore there was no protection, and therefore their quarterback was affected terribly. So, smack.
2: Game day was a real highlight. I think it was a little downhill from there. I can't get over LSU trying to kick a field goal in the fourth quarter and not trying to go for seven and get in the game. I understand they didn't have momentum, and they had not proven that they could drive the ball on offense. But that being said, the idea that you would give up is just not what I like. So that was tough to see as a fan. And as as a fan that believes that team could be resilient and get it together and at least establish a couple drives at the end, and then obviously you miss the field goal. It's to me, it's a little bit of effort karma there.
0: John, I think she's right. I think when you get down in there, you look at the clock. You, you know you you're not going to be down in there many times. The opportunity to go for it on fourth down. It was third and seven, so you rush the football. If you have a rushing play that can get you four or five yards. And then you come up with a fourth and two. Now you you have an opportunity to to sneak it up in there for four yards or two yards, and or make a throw that makes a that's a, a simple out and then gets you a first down. Give them a pivot route, something that gives them a first down. And uh, I, uh, I I I didn't agree with that that uh, that call either. And uh, and in the quarter in the in the full and when they missed the field goal.
2: I can't imagine calling the play to try to avoid the shutout for how you look as opposed to coaching a team in a way that you would convince your guys that you think that they could come back.
1: Les, I agree. I mean, with smack 100%. To me, that's not how you play the game. And the message it sends to your team, are you, are you serious? Like three points is going to make a difference. I mean, were we playing for moral victories now? Right, You play to win. It, it sends a message whether you hit it or you don't hit it to me. It's terrible, and and, and I agree hundred percent. You you figure out a way, and, and you you battling to win the game, and you do everything you can to win the game. At that point, you don't go for uh, field goals; you're, you're going for touchdowns. And it it uh, you know who knows how that affects the kids, but uh, I, I don't I don't agree at all with that call.
2: The way the head coach addressed the media after the game is far more toxic than Tua was to that defense. I think we're going to see some frustrated defensive linemen who were called out who have since responded on Twitter. These players see what their coach says, and when it's not positive, they know. And they know when the coach doesn't want to take responsibility. You never
1: blame the players, okay? You win it as a team you lose as a team. You know, you are everyone, whether they're prepared, they're not prepared, you don't throw any, any aspect of your program under the bus. We all had to do better. I had to coach better. Uh, the kids had to play better. We couldn't make mistakes. Whatever you're going to say, but uh, especially collegiate kids, and I don't even like it at the pro level. You you don't you don't blame you don't point fingers, right? You you all you're in it as a team. You win as a team. You're all in it together, and you take credit together, and and, and you take blame together. And that's that's not leadership, in my opinion.
2: He seemed like he thought his personnel was good enough before the game.
1: Well, didn't he recruit them? He had three <laughs> recruiting uh, uh, classes. I mean, you bring the kids there. You gotta, you gotta uh, coach them up. I know what Bo used to say: we brought them here, we told them they were good, and you make them good. And that's that's what coaching is all about.
0: That's exactly how we think. The idea that one group hurts more than another group is not true. It's a team. You can't learn from being separated, and that's uh, that's tough to do. Ah. Tough day. I guarantee you there's a bunch of people out here in Louisiana right now that are sick to their stomach. Me too. Okay, let's pick the top four. What do you think? Alabama. John, what do you think about Clemson?
1: I think Clemson is a a good team. I don't think they're the second-best team. Um, I think I I would put put Notre Dame and Michigan ahead of Clemson.
0: Boy, I I, I have a difficult time with the athleticism of, of Clemson's team. Both at quarterback, running back, and at defense—it's at defense is special. So, but now Michigan's defense is playing extremely well. Um, They're special too, and, and, and we got
1: a—we got a few athletes offensively. I, I, you know, I think and Notre Dame has athletes. Okay, there's you know maybe you could say six one half a dozen another with with Clemson, uh, but I think. Michigan and Clemson have similar athletes. Maybe Notre Dame's a notch below, but I think, you know, any of those guys, you, know, you could put them in a hat and, you know, Clemson had been there last year, so you're going to say, you know, they've done a great job down there. But I think both Notre Dame and Michigan, with their resurgence uh, this season, uh, I think deserves to be, uh,
0: you know, in, in contention with them to compete with Alabama. Anybody else to, in the top four?
2: I like Clemson. I know they haven't played anyone. I'm not arguing their resume, but I do think that they're the team that can hang with Alabama the most as far as their recent recruiting classes. And I think that their defensive efficiency being number one is their best chance to be able to shut down Tua. Obviously, no one's going to shut them down consistently for multiple drives, but to shut them down ever would be Clemson's defense. And I also think that at times in a long football season, it can help you to not play the toughest schedule because Clemson might end up being more healthy at the end of the year than Notre Dame or Michigan would be because of the schedules they'll play and the opponents that they have left.
0: I You make a great point about injury. Alabama, they took several guys off the field in that game because it was a, a Titanic. It was a two big heavyweights, you know, trading blows. And for um,
2: LSU, not scoring Alabama will be pretty beat up after that one. No
0: question. No question. And, but I, but I agree with John too. Michigan is coming. I, uh, I like the, I like the potential of where they might eventually get to because Shea Patterson is playing so much better than I would have if predicted him to play. And, uh,
2: Oh, use the wild card coming out of the Big 12. 7 and 1, only lost in that shootout to Texas. I don't think they could have any prayer at stopping Alabama's offense. I'm not saying they would do well once they got in, but in that Big 12, they could win out and other teams could lose and they could get in the top 4.
0: Yeah, I uh I, I like OU. I like OU's athleticism. I think they who, you do
2: not like their defense. No
0: I, I'm not saying I'm not saying I like I like the uh, playing them. I just say that uh, I think that they're a, uh, I think they're a talented team and I think that they are they, they deserve conversation And if there is any movement here in this top group, uh, I think OU would be a nice addition. And then, and and OU in its own right might get uh, consideration over, maybe even Notre Dame. So, uh, injury the factor that uh, that this Alabama team has really had. Uh, they they've had some guys hurt in that secondary. Both quarterbacks. I mean, if you saw Jalen Hurts limp onto the field, I mean they don't have a second team quarterback right now. So, but uh, you know. they
1: got guys less.
0: They, yeah. When you recruit, I mean, we don't even know, right?
1: I mean, they've had, what, the top recruiting class in the last three years or arguably. Seven the of the really last top.
0: eight, I think, John. I mean, it's something. But who's counting? Yeah. So it's, who's counting? Yeah. So, so, so
1: <laughs> you know, next man up, right? They, yeah. they got depth, you know, and, and maybe the, the depth's better than the starter. I mean, once they get an opportunity, you don't know. Um, I, I yeah, I just think, yeah, oh you know, they're, they're, they're good. They can score a lot of points, but uh, they'll give up a lot too.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think the conversation, in, in, unless Georgia beats Alabama for the conference championship, I think Georgia's done. I think if, if a two-loss team can get in, I th- I'd like to see LSU have that opportunity. You let them continue. They did not play well in that big game. They did not show the ability to move the ball offensively. They did not show the ability to score against a very good defense. But if they can finish and put themselves in a... uh...
2: A two-loss, 29-point shutout at home is not going to get you into the playoffs. Two-loss team doesn't make it. Tough
0: to argue that one.
2: Let's get to some other recaps. Penn State was at Michigan, ended up being a blowout. John, how was it?
1: We came to play, and uh, our defense was uh, stifling. Uh, Offensively, uh, Shea Patterson did a nice job. Uh, Karan Hignett continues to be quietly so effective. Uh, Another 100-yard game. And, uh, you know, we we came out. We were not going to be denied. I think there was a lot of... of, uh, Remembering of, of what happened last year when we lost 42 to 13, out there, um, and, and they were not going to let that happen again. Uh, we we were ready to play, uh, and, and and it looked like it. Um, the only you know the only bad news we had really was Dylan McCaffrey, a backup quarterback, broke his collarbone, mm. but uh, that that and that that, that may or, you know hopefully, uh, it won't bite us down the road. But uh, you know, McSorley had a very tough game. I think. He still feeling the effects of an injury because, you know, he looked like he was favoring uh, his leg, and, and he didn't. He was not very effective. Uh, when he can't run and move around, you know, it limits him, and, um, and that hurt those guys. Uh, their running back, who's a really a good running back, Miles Sanders, we held him to 14 yards. And uh, so it, it, uh, it was a great team effort, both sides of the ball. I thought our, our coaching – uh, our game plan was fantastic, and uh, really all aspects of the game, we dominated those guys. And, uh, you know, before the season, people were talking about Penn State, and they had two tough losses uh, to Michigan State and to, uh, to Ohio State, and this was a, a critical game for them to, to try to remain in the hunt. And uh, you know, and Michigan took care of business, and uh, you know, this is what championship teams do, and they, they did what they were supposed to.
0: Shea Patterson, 11 for 17, 144, and two touchdowns. I mean, the difference at the quarterback spot is just alarming if you're a uh, Penn State fan.
2: The SEC East was also decided in that Kentucky and Georgia game. Georgia came away with the win. I expected that.
0: Yeah, I think I think we did. I think we picked uh, Georgia in that one, didn't we, John? As a group.
1: We did. It was was a unanimous. uh, uh,
0: I I want you to know, though, Mark Stoops has done a spectacular job with Kentucky. I mean, they have continued to improve year after year. They look like a better football team. They are more dangerous. It is. I I really uh, enjoy the improvement that was made by Kentucky. The uh, Georgia team rolled up 331 yards on the ground. I saw Georgia early in the year. I said they have no offense. I said, I said From if the if you're playing man coverage, is going to have a difficult time hitting hitting balls and um, two really talented uh, uh, running backs with um, Andre Swift, 16 carries, 156 yards. And Elijah Holyfield, 18 carries, 115 yards. Think about this. That was against one of the top five ranked defenses in the country. Kentucky can play defense. They are a physical team. And to rush the football like that, Jake Fromm was 14 of 20, 113 yards, one touchdown, just nice balance. And that's how you win it. Yeah, that's that's how you beat a good team, 34-17 certainly the Georgia team over Kentucky.
2: Notre Dame had one of their biggest tests remaining. A lot of people thought it was going to be a close game, and it was a 10-point game. Notre Dame beats Northwestern 31-21. to John?
1: I was thinking that this could have been the upset of the week, and uh, Notre Dame answered the bell. Obviously, it was at home. Uh, Northwestern, there's a lot of fighting Irish fans in Chicago, but uh, Ian Book, I think, was the difference. He had a great game. Uh, and and he's just gotten better each week. He's been really uh, the surprise for us uh, watching Notre Dame uh, as he's gotten better. So has that offense. They got a, a tough defense with a lot of athletes, and um, they've really, you know, they again they haven't won in dominating style this year. But he, uh, but they they just keep winning. And uh, one of the keys was that, that, that they got a lot of pressure on Thorson, that great quarterback for Northwestern, and. Uh, Notre Dame. That offense, 343 yards through the air, and two touchdowns, and then rushing. You know, you, they ran for 121 yards. It's, uh, it, it, it was a good, good effort in a hostile environment there in uh, in, the, in Chicago. And, and Notre Dame, this might have been their the toughest test, uh, the remaining test. They have Syracuse and Florida State, but I think uh, this was a, a key win. To get in a tough environment, and they
0: answered. So You're just saying that, that uh, SC's not as as talented as they they they've been. No, I, uh, no. It's interesting, but that is a team that could reach up and strike Notre Dame and make their season just so much better. That yeah. is a
1: rivalry, right? So yeah. that is one that could happen. But
0: yeah. I think
1: Notre Dame's got too much to play for. You know, they they know what what can happen if they if they win out. So I, I don't see that happening.
2: Dad introed this as a great weekend of college football, and I don't really know what he was talking about because my Longhorns, Ben's A&M team, Manny's North Carolina team, and LSU all got beat. The Longhorns took a one-point loss to West Virginia. It was a rough weekend. I thought Sam Ellinger looked much improved for most of the game. Three touchdowns. He really had an impressive performance, which is obviously why Texas scores 41 points but West Virginia just got the best of that Texas defense.
0: The West Virginia Mountaineers, they're a talented offense. They they can beat you offensively. 42-41 and a played away and Texas playing at home. That's a big piece of work. Trailing 41-43 with 2:34 left in the fourth quarter. Then West Virginia drives to win the game. I just uh pretty special
2: So Texas starts off with a loss at Maryland. Then they go on a pretty good streak, beat OU in that big game. Then they have a couple other games that go well. Then they get beat at Oklahoma State and then by West Virginia. What happens in that momentum shift when you drop two straight?
0: Mm. It's going to be interesting. Who do they play next?
2: Texas Tech on the road.
0: That is not a, a given. I mean, one thing about Texas Tech, they can score that they have always had quarterbacks, wide receivers, and a good philosophy in how to protect that quarterback. So am I ready to give Texas the coast is clear. come this way, badge.
2: That takes us to predictions. We'll start with number fifteen, Mississippi State at number one, Alabama. I am not ready to pick against Alabama. John? <laughs>
0: well, no, that means you're picking no. that means you're picking Alabama, obviously. so.
1: Yeah, I mean, (laughs) come on. You got that right. Even though I love Mississippi State's uniforms, I cannot pick against the (laughs)
2: Crimson County. (laughs) Another game Uh, of ugly colors.
0: No, I I can't either. Right now, they're guaranteed guaranteed a position. I just hope they stay healthy. Their long-term success will at some point in time have to do with Tua's health and um, the rest of their team being able to step onto the field and play with their health returned
2: so we all agree on that one yeah cool unanimous lSU goes to arkansas it can be a tough place to play when it's cold and you're at their place but I'm definitely still going with lSU too much talent arkansas has a rebuilding year going they're two and seven right now I just don't give them any chance
1: Johnny I, I got My question is this How did this get to be one of the top games? I mean, really? (laughs) You
2: got to talk to the producers about that.
0: Hey, Dan and Carl, come on. No, wait a minute. Seven and two, four and two in the conference. That is LSU.
2: Hey, hey,
1: in a a shocking pick, I'm going to pick LSU. In a shocking.
0: (laughs) I'm going to say 38 17, LSU beats Arkansas. 35 10, LSU.
2: I'll take under. I'll take thirty-four <laughs> nine. I like my chances on that one.
0: We're moving on to Ohio State, Michigan State, John. This is a Big Ten um, slobber knocker. Let us know.
1: You know, this is a this is an interesting, a very interesting matchup. Um, Michigan State has uh, scrapped and clawed, and and, and they've uh, they've they've had some good wins since. We, uh, we played him a few weeks ago. Uh, the, the Ohio State, there's something going on down there, and I can't quite figure it out. Um, they have not rushed the ball real well. Uh, last week, I think they rushed it better, but prior to that, they were not rushing the football like Ohio State rushes the football, and um, Haskins has thrown the ball well. He's thrown it a, a lot, and uh, I just think that Michigan State could beat them at home, and um, and as much for and, and I don't think they physically can match up. Uh, their front the front seven of, of Michigan State is very strong, very stout. They've had some injuries offensively that have that have hurt them, but uh, I think that this is a game Michigan State has played and beaten Ohio State uh, over the last few years uh, on, a, on a regular basis. So I think that this is a game – I'm picking Michigan State to beat Ohio State in an upset uh, up there in East Lansing this weekend. I think it's going to be like a a 21-17, 21-14 game, but uh, State can get them.
2: I think Ohio State wins. They still have so much to play for. I understand they didn't play well last week. I think that they could have easily overlooked Nebraska, who has a losing record right now and been looking forward to this game and have no problem in this game as far as getting it back together and realizing that they're a one-loss team that's still in the talks for the college football playoffs.
0: Yeah, I agree with you, Smack, but there's there's something about the uh, the uh, lunchbox mentality of Michigan State. I think Mark D'Antonio is a tough guy. And uh, What's the I, lunchbox? I lunchbox, know. in other words, What's basically we're going to go to work every day. We're going to improve it's it's and then when they go to the
2: explain the relation of going lunchbox you bring your lunch you bring your lunchbox to work yeah of course
0: you've never had to bring your lunchbox to the work so you didn't know about it was everybody you always you always gave smacker
1: lunch money right that's
0: correct she had to she she went to the uh, cafeteria i on the (laughs) other hand had the uh, lunchbox so i actually had a brown
2: paper bag so maybe i was the one missing out yeah the, uh, well, the key
1: to this game, which I failed to mention, was if Coach Meyer is able to get some Advil or Tylenol because he's been having headaches. And
0: uh, if he's his head feels good,
1: then they will have a better chance of winning. So that's my prediction.
0: <laughs> well, I like Brian Lewerke too. You know what? I really do. I think he's when he's healthy. When he's healthy. Is he not healthy at this point?
1: Well, he's, he's been dinged up, and um, he, he's coming back. But if he's healthy, he's a uh, he's a difference maker for sure.
0: And they're playing at Miss at Michigan State, and I just think Michigan State is a, is a, another hard place to play. It's not overly big, it's but it's loud, and it's they're passionate about their uh, their Spartans.
1: Yeah, and Michigan State has had success against Ohio State in recent years, so it's not like they fear them. They and, and they have. A lot of people are sensing some chinks in the armor with Ohio State right now. Whether it's you know attitude or I'm, there's just there's a different feel about them this year, and you know maybe they'll they'll come out you know in a blaze of glory and, and finish this thing strong. And uh, but there's just uh, the last two weeks have been uh, been totally you know out of character for them, and uh, I, I I don't know. I, I think Michigan State's going to get them up there.
0: Purdue, that loss was just a monster. That, that was not uh, – there were so many times that you could look at effort as an attitude and that – when you do that, when you're coaching effort, then you're not coaching scheme and you're not getting this done and you're not getting that done. It's because you're having to constantly say that's not who we are. And uh, I think that there is something that's going on there, and I, uh, I wish him the best. We need Ohio State to be great for college football. Uh, I'm picking Michigan State. I'm going to say it's, this, it's not a place for a, uh, a, uh, a, a, anybody weak of heart to step in and play in a, a big game. They, uh, they, they best play like they are the old Ohio State. If they do, they'll have more talent and they'll be more more capable. But if they come in there with an idea that somebody owes them something, Michigan State will take victory right away.
2: Clemson's at Boston College. I think Clemson gets that one. I think this game is part of that easy schedule and staying healthy that Clemson has.
1: I'm picking Boston College. I'm picking Boston College.
0: Bold. Uh, you're just you're just trying to get back in it, John. That's I mean. No, I'm
1: picking bo- because my my uh, my buddy, our buddy Les, uh, the offensive coordinator, uh, Coach Leffler there for BC. Mm-hmm. He said this is the year they're going to get Clemson. He said that before the season. He's confident of his team. Now, they've lost a couple that they feel they shouldn't have, but they have a talented team. They have a great running back, uh, and, they, and they play defense. These guys, they have a couple great tight ends. They have a quarterback. They're a capable team. Now, athletically, they are not Clemson, but they have enough to, to win in an upset, and I'm picking this is – BC has had upsets over the years, man. They're a team that, that, that you know, they – it's not like they have not done – some some wild things and had some huge upsets uh, in their history and and I just think this is the week they're going they're going to upset Clemson this week.
0: Well, you heard it first. The inside information that you have from the quarterback coach, I don't know. We might have to disqualify your pick. I it's mean... not
1: inf- inside information. <laughs> he, he, he made he made a statement that this was the year they're going to get him before the season before the season. He feels that confident with his squad and who he has coming back. And uh,
0: I think they're going to back it up. Well, I just want you to know. I'm going to suggest that Clemson will come into that place and understand that this is the best Boston College team that they've had in quite some time. I, uh, I, like, the, uh, I like that uh, team. I, I like that coach. I think he's a very quality person. Um, but Clemson's not going to – got too much to play for to allow Boston College to do anything. They're going to come in and play close to the top of their game and and play extremely well in a cold environment in Boston. I'll take Clemson. I think you I think you got inside information on it, so John.
1: I'm praying for snow.
0: <laughs> John Smack really was a nice event. I like this podcast. I hope that uh, people tune in and uh, get their. Get their podcasts at any spot like uh, iTunes or Spotify or wherever they are most comfortable picking up their. Uh... <laughs> My daughter's laughing. <laughs> I just it pisses me off.
2: This is an event and we love to search for podcast places to download. Oh,
0: you are a pain in the ass. <laughs> okay. Hey, see ya. I, I enjoyed the podcast. John, with you. My daughter laughed.
1: I'm going to search for my podcast on my transistor radio. Network. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and when I find
1: it, I will tune in to Less is More.
0: Less is More is it's Less More, too, isn't it? Or is that, that's a phone number.
2: Welcome hey, we to the any... Less is More podcast hey, we... <laughs> where we're trying to figure out the name of the podcast. <laughs> that's correct.
0: Have a great day. The Players tribute.com.